You are now listening to Carly's Couch. I'm Carly. And I'm Lex. In this podcast, we discuss a wide array of topics about life and how to live your best life. Whatever that looks like for you. (laughs) Hope y'all enjoy. Hello, hello, hello. Good morning. Good afternoon. Thanks for listening to Carly's Couch. Um, We are on episode 96. Yes. Is that what this is? 96. Ooh, 96. Yeah, it's been a minute. So thank you guys for listening. We got a lot of good feedback. Um, Well, Carly got a lot of good feedback. Fuck my friends. Uh, Carly's friends for Carly's couch told her that they liked the last episode. So I'm glad to hear that. I um, I actually want to re-listen to it because I remember while we were doing it feeling like, okay, I'm kind of making some points. So I'm going to go back. I'm going to revisit again myself. Um, But thank you guys. And and I'm, I'm glad you let Carly know. Since Carly has all the holistic friends, mine <laughs> I, just be making fun of me. Man, now they be roasting me too. Don't mm-hmm. get it twisted. Um, but if you haven't listened to it, it's about being open and vulnerable and ways to confront that in your own life. Even if you feel like I'm an open person, um, we both challenge each other a little bit and got a little vulnerable. So check it out and let us know what you think. And if you have quality roasts, I'm open to those too. Like I said, my friends be trolling me. <laughs> they do. Well... Uh, yeah, uh, thank you guys. Thank you, Carly's friends. Um, we appreciate you. Um, so one of the things that a lot of times, too, when we think about um, what we need to improve on, what we need to get better on, I feel like Carly and I always go back to the same type of stuff that's like, you know, we really wish we followed up a little bit more or that we were like a little bit more on top of getting things done, which is weird because, you know, I feel like in the general sense of things and I think we should give ourselves credit, like we get stuff done and, mm-hmm. you know, things move forward. Um, but for some reason, it's like I feel like, you know, when you're really kind of have a block in a space or like like I know when I'm like on my computer, like, oh, man, I really don't want to send this email. Like, why am I, you know, like so pressed about like. Or not pressed, but like while I'm feeling some kind of way uncomfortable about doing a thing, I'm going to do that later. Um, and so I, I know I do that a lot. And I, you know, just had some things yesterday that happened that made me think about it. This morning I was talking about it. And then Carly brought it up as well as something, um, again, that we were talking about. So we figured today would be a good day to talk about um, why is it that sometimes when, you know, we know what we need to be doing, like we don't do it or we put it off. Like what is that coming from? Um, and what can we do to move through that if if we really need to? Because maybe we do just need to change our perspective. So um, thanks for listening to the episode. <laughs> That's it, y'all. <laughs> That's my talk. Anytime I do the intro, I'll be doing too much um, with the summary. But I want y'all to know what we're talking about today. Um, anything else with the intro? We trying to get into it. Let's just get into it. Okay. So beautiful intro, by the way, Alexia. Thank you. The question is, is if you know what to do, why don't we do it? And like she says, she had a couple of things that happened. I had a really big incident, which I'll talk about a little bit later, that happened this week that I was struggling through. Um, shout out to the people holding me down during that moment. But it all kind of boils down to procrastination um, and exploring like what that is and why that happens in our lives. And so, Lex, do you procrastinate? Um. I do procrastinate sometimes procrastination to me, meaning um, I choose to put it off for a later time to finish a thing or to start a thing or do a thing. So, yeah, I do do that frequently, Um, but more often than procrastination or maybe this is a form of procrastination or it is procrastination, just saying it a different way is I tend to be slow to um, 
just slow to start. So, but once mm -hmm. I start, it's I'm good to go. Um, but I, it's more of that, like kind of for me, I've identified that I'm just kind of slow to, to start a thing sometimes. Like I'll look at it and I'll think about it a lot um, or spend too much time in that kind of space instead of just like getting it done. And then once I have to get it done and I get it done, it's like in a few minutes or, you know, it wasn't even that serious. So um, it's just always a weird thing because I'm always like, well, what was the point of that? You know, I feel like that. I feel like I'm very similar in the sense I'll use a gym example. Like once I get to the gym, I'm good. It's the getting there. That's the problem. Mm -hmm. Like the actual, like getting up, getting up, going to my car, going to do that thing. But as soon as I step in the door, it's done. Most of the time it's the same thing, you know, sending that email or doing that proposal, whatever the thing is. Um, would you consider it be to be a problem for you? Like procrastination or this being slow to start? No, in the sense of, um, I wouldn't call it a problem. Like, this is um, not in the sense of like a debilitating problem for sure, but like, is it a space I can improve on? Sure. I think it might be, oh, that might be a little too cocky to say it's the only space, but like that's one of the biggest like things that, you know, I can think of that's still on my um, plate of things that I do want to do better with is, you know, if I'm in the space of where I can do something, just finishing it or getting it done instead of, um, holding it off for like that longer amount of time yeah I feel like mine is pretty similar in the sense I would say it's a problem though it's not just one of the only things I feel like I or one of the main areas I feel like I need work in but for me it's a problem because I get a lot of anxiety around it um, I carry a, around a lot of anxiety and like guilt and shame around like not having done that thing that I know that I need to do or not having even started on it and so I would say that that's a problem the fact that I'm carrying around all these thoughts or negative mm. things towards myself about this and that is something that I feel like I can change but that's more the problem than the procrastination itself or yeah you know. absolutely I would yeah. think so so to that then I guess kind of similar too because um one of the things is like you know anytime I find myself complaining about um oh man like I have so much I should I could have got this done I should have got it done or whatever um it's always you know I keep always getting reminded like well like it got done didn't it or didn't it get done and most of the time I am like yeah it did so they're like all right like what's you know what's the big deal with it if, if you're getting those things done you just need to recognize maybe more so like what your time really looks like like being more real with yourself mm -hmm. about uh, what you can get done like things like that like from that perspective but sometimes or, or like even like recently like now I was like no I, ha I, I haven't finished it like I still haven't done it um something to do like Wednesday I'm, I'm still sitting here so um in those cases like yeah you know that is an issue and like what is it that's keeping you from doing it um so with procrastination or with putting things off do you feel like it's only in like that area of work that you really experience that yeah I feel like or is that the only place where you think about it as a problem that um, might be that nah, I say that's also a good thing uh I would say work is probably the most obvious um and the the most top of mind place so I guess it's where I think about it the most but when I'm thinking about the rest of my life um you know getting my finance and business stuff together that's somewhere else I struggle uh, but other than that, I feel like that's really it. Like I do sometimes like, man, I don't want to go to the gym today, but I usually always go <laughs> or mm -hmm. I'll go the next day. Um, if I miss one. So it's not in my health. Um, it's not in my relationships or friendships. It's really just, I think business and money probably are mm -hmm. the two areas where I might procrastinate the mm -hmm. most. Which, why do you think then it, mm -hmm. it, you would feel it in those areas? Ooh. 
uh, man, this is a whole deeper conversation for my therapist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, I think there's this fear of expansion, fear of growth, fear of failure, um, fear of not knowing how to do stuff or mm-hmm. like, am I equipped for this next level of things of this door that I'm about to open whenever I send this email? Yeah. I feel like it, it probably is more of the latter than the former things you said, because one thing that I notice and that I see is like the things that we tend to procrastinate on or the things that we don't like doing are because we're not that good at it or we don't think we're that good at it. Mm-hmm. So uh, for me, like the same conversations I've had is like, you know, trying to understand well, why is it certain things that I like kind of put off? Um, again, I'm, I should make a distinction between the procrastinating and like just being slow. Cause then I have another story where I'm just slow all the time. But when it comes to, like putting things off, it's like, it's because I notice like I'll have that moment of feeling kind of uncomfortable before I send the email or before mm-hmm. I do whatever. So then I'll like pick my phone up or I'll start doing something else. But it's really because you, we just don't feel confident. I think a lot of times in that space, um, and so you kind of put off dealing mm. with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like, I, I remember reading something, I don't, I don't remember what it was, but, um, essentially that kind of brought that to light to me where he's like, um, thinking about your life, like the things you're like, Oh, I don't like doing this. Like, you know, if people are like, Oh, I don't like work or, you know, obviously like nobody wants to, wants to, wants to like be working, but it's like people who complain a lot about their jobs or about certain things. It's like, you're probably not good at it because if you were good and you were the top salesman, you know what I mean? Or if mm-hmm. you were like the top whatever um, or, you know, it's easy for you, then you probably would enjoy that. And so a lot of times in these spaces of procrastination or things we're putting off or things we kind of feel funny about, um, how can we like really challenge ourselves to like improve and get better in that space? Or like if we focus kind of our energies and getting better in that space, we might enjoy doing those things more. Yeah, that's super interesting as you're saying that I keep looking up because I'm like man I realize I do that when I'm thinking and it's like all these pieces are connecting it really is the things that I procrastinate and the things that I struggle with are those things that I'm not as good at that's why I don't worry about the gym and all those other things it's really those because you've already done that before where you know you can go to the gym and you know after a while like what results you get from doing things because you've done it before even if it's mm-hmm. like you take a time and you fell off or whatever like you know what that is so it's like all right I, I know what that is I've done that or I don't feel less confident in that space Um, but another thing for me though, is like when, when I think about the areas that I have this issue, um, same thing, of course, sometimes with work stuff, um, and causing like problems ahead of time, like my financial guy, shout out George. I just talked to him this week. And when we're doing like our forecast of sales, things like that. And I'm like, Ooh, I don't, I don't even want to put like a two, I have a number now, like for, um, let's say October, because, you know, I, you know, sometimes now, like we have a lot more going on than I feel like we could take on and, you know, I'll have to go hire some more people and we'll have to make sure our systems this and that. And he's like, yeah, but you're just making problems where you don't need to make problems yet. Cause you aren't there yet. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's true, but it's still relevant. But also like, that's not what you need to think about. Like you're already kind of just self-sabotaging mm-hmm. the growth of what you need to be doing anyway. Like either way, I, I, if I, we want to get more clients or deal with more business, then that's just the process we'll have to go through. Um, So, you know, I kind of want to make sure like I'm not just thinking about those problems ahead of time when it's like, why would I be, you know, worried about sending out this proposal or whatever. Um, But also because I think, you know, sometimes it's hard to get clarity, even though this is what we do. Like, especially when people ask for like a proposal, it's like, well, can you give me the breakdown? How much you think this is going to be? How much is that? And it's like, 
low-key sometimes like bro i don't even really know like let me think about this and it's just you know the energy you got to put into it thinking about it not being sure like all right i don't want to underdo it i don't want to overdo it it's just a lot of stuff to think about and so um i think you know not needing things and not and being confident and like really knowing you know where you should be at so that no matter what number you kind of put out there like it's going to cover you um you know it's, it's getting to those spaces and i think over time we get clearer and clearer with what that should look like and so um you know you have to attack it to get better at it unfortunately um but other areas though that i still do procrastinate is in um a lot of spaces where there's like a long-term thing that would keep people motivated because you know, I've also learned in the last couple of weeks, I don't really have like long-term goals. Cause I, it, I don't, I don't want to say I don't care, but like, I kind of don't. So I'm trying to think about, all right, well, what would I want to be, you know, where do I want this to be in three years? What do I want that to look like in three years? Cause if I don't, there's, I don't know, like it, it's not necessarily a, a movement as fast as it could be. Although I'm sure there could be movement because for me, I think like three or four months ahead, I'm cool. Like, I don't know where I want to be um, in a few months. And so for me, like, that's enough work in itself, thinking, like, working to there. Yeah. And then I can continue to push it up. But, like, when it's a big, big thing, it's like, uh, I'm not really sure. So in those spaces, like, of money, of um, work, and even, like, health also, like, I don't really think that much about those things. And so it's not something that I prioritize, honestly. Whenever you say you don't have long-term goals like even we talk about like our passion planners and how you plan out you know like six months a year five years what do you do do you are, are you sure or do you have any goals that you are like that are things that you know you want to have like lifetime or in five years or ten any maybe I mean when I when it gets to that part I just always find myself just writing down stuff like that would be cool like all right shoot shoot one of my friends features like that would be cool in my life or in three years or you know I could put stuff down but I'm not sold on it and, or not that I'm not sold but it's not that's not a thing that's motivating me to you know what I mean mm -hmm. like what I'm doing right now there it's just I want to do a lot of cool things in my life so it's not it's really making it click and and so as somebody mm -hmm. who understands the value of your whys and all of that I need to attach that to these places where we procrastinate a little bit better and for me talking to George the other day what we kind of started touching on he was like well what about you know, you seem like a person who really cares about providing opportunity for other people mm -hmm. and, you know, having a team and like being able to hire people or get people positions and jobs and things like that. Like, yeah, I do. And so we're kind of thinking about how maybe that can be a frame to, you know, as as our agency has grown, for example, I'm like, yeah, I've had to be way more on point because like I got to be on point for them to be on point and to keep things running, blah, blah, blah. And so I'm like, that has been something that has been a good motivator like all right, I don't want to let these people down like when I brought all this team I don't want to in two months be like yeah I'm gonna have to let y'all go <laughs> um you know and so he's like well maybe you know something like that or and so yeah, I'm gonna spend some time to brainstorm it but like reconnecting what the why is because there's a lot of things I think we say or people can say and it's like yeah that sounds cool but like you know that ain't my why like mm -hmm. my family like it really it just isn't so you know really kind of reassessing those things and so I can connect it like you know, sales gets you there. Or even if on my three-year list and is stuff like I want to, I want to produce my friend's features, or I want to be a scuba diver, or hunt for treasure, or travel, or whatever those yes. things are. 
um, start a community center, like whatever stuff might be on those on that stuff. Connecting that to the fact that sales now and these things now is what gets me there because that's what gets me all the employees and the growth of your business and I can go do whatever I want to do. So it may not be that my long term is like, you know, exactly what I want to do with the work, but, you know, trying to still figure that out. I think that's dope, first of all, that you're thinking through those things and making that connection as to like how that's important with like what you're doing and your short term goals. For me, whenever you're saying that, in my mind, it started to connect that sometimes the reason why I procrastinate or have these many moments where I don't do things where I know I should be doing them is because mine mine is connected to my why. Mm -hmm. And I had a moment this past week, um, I submitted the biggest proposal I've ever sent ever for anything um, for an opportunity. And I brought in some of my friends on it um, because they have an expertise in this space that I don't have. And for me, like not only is this connected to my why and helping people create a life that they love and giving access to, you know, mindfulness, mindfulness and holistic health and wellness. But now I'm also creating opportunities for other people Mm -hmm. and it's people that I care about. And so for me, like that made it such a bigger deal that the moment I included anybody that, you know, I cared about like any of my friends or people that I know, it became so much larger. And I was like, Oh my God, like, I don't want to let them down. And I think, um, those things might weigh a little bit heavier because they are connected to my why and my purpose. Yeah. And this kind of sounds like, um, it's also related to if we've had um, if we're the type of people who have been like people pleaser type people and or people who like to be needed. I think that's almost kind of a way also to flip. Uh, I don't want to say like your your bad thing. I, I don't know what to call it. Like your, our qualities that sometimes like those are what trip us up. I'm mm-hmm. um, trying to do too much, but being able to also flip that into um, the sentiments behind that into your why and and probably similarly for me is like. You know, you like like giving people space to do stuff and you like um, seeing other people win and the like as well. And so maybe in a more positive way, though, is connecting that with this. But like that means taking care of yourself. And so <sighs> it's still it's like you're faced with I got to still take care of myself. I can't get by just being like, you know, hey, you want this? You want to do this? Like, you know, let's do this. And, you know, people might be eating or everybody's eating, but it could be more if you did a little bit more for what you need to do. Um, and so like really connecting that I think could be helpful. Um, but I also am slow to move period in a lot of different spaces. Um, yesterday I was on my balcony or it was maybe like eight o'clock cause I was ready to go to bed. I was still dressed, but I was like, damn, I kind of want to go to sleep. But I was like, it's a little too early. So <laughs> let me just like try to do something. I was also tired though. It was like eight o'clock. So it was still light outside. And I grabbed my book, um, like my fiction book for nighttime. And I went outside, got on my bean bag. And then all of a sudden, like I noticed like, oh man, it's dark out here. Let me go plug in my lights. And I plugged in the lights and I was like, hold on. It's been like 45 minutes. <laughs> and I was really just out there, like kind of just like on Twitter, but not even really saying anything, right? Like I just kind of kept picking up my phone. Um, probably rolled up like probably just doing stuff and like but not doing anything I hadn't even opened the book yet and it had been like 45 minutes I'm like Lex like I remembered in like elementary school um, on one of my like they weren't report cards then but like you know the little needs improvement thing I remember I had needs improvement on or it's like I was being slow like my teacher was like yeah she's she moves kind of slow like like not having an urgency or something like that kind of right and as an older person, not older, older, but maybe I was high schoolish or college or something. I remember t- my parents telling me like, damn, yeah, you, your teacher was like, you be moving kind of slow, which is crazy. Cause like you don't. 
So already at a space where I didn't, I start to remember things like that now. Like, dang, but I do take a minute sometimes to like mm-hmm. start doing something. And then um, for me, I do um, my teletherapy on Saturday. So like today's Saturday that we're recording this. So even earlier today, I was like, man, you know, I do realize like a lot of times if I pull up my computer or even no matter what I'm saying, if I want to read a book or whether I'm about to do, you know, answer some email, I'll kind of sit there for like a long ass time or like spend way too much time, like just in this little random interim for no reason. And so, you know, it's kind of like, all right, do I need to Mel Robbins, like do the countdown? Like, you know, I just need to get started. That's why I say kind of sometimes it's like more just slow to start because I recognize that in that time period of that 45 minutes, I got so tired, like even more tired that I was like, damn, I, don't, I can't really read right now. Or I'll be looking, um, finishing a meeting and it's like, all right, I know I have this email and it might just be like two o'clock, but I was kind of drained from the meeting. So I'll be like, all right, let me kind of chill a little bit before I start this. And I'm thinking, thinking, thinking about what I need to do, thinking about what I want to do, thinking about what I need to do. But that thinking and that ruminating part, I'm just realizing how much that drains me to the point where now I'm like, yeah, I don't even feel like doing this right now. Like I'm, my brain's tired and it is tired because I thought about it so much instead of just like getting started or at least writing something um because when i trick myself out and say i just write the intro then i just finish it you know what i mean like you just keep going and so i've realized that that procrastination time that slow start time is a suck on my energy a drain Mm -hmm. on my energy um and so kind of thinking around all right how do i minimize that time because even in just sitting there you're wasting time and draining yourself if i'm still just thinking about the thing i need to do versus just actually doing it Oh my God. And I did, whenever you were saying you were slow to start, I was like, oh, that's not me. And then you said that and I'm like, oh man, that is my life. It takes me so long to do things. I feel like I'm always doing stuff, but like sometimes it's just like, and not to say like you don't need, you know, breaks and to take care of yourself and all that Mm -hmm. stuff too. But like, it's like, girl, like, like when I get home, thinking about your to-do list all day. When I get home, sometimes I'll just sit in my car. I mean, and I know I need that moment to decompress and to have my (laughs) own space. Uh, Yeah, I'm one of those people too. Sit in the car for another 30 (laughs) minutes for no reason. Exactly. (laughs) So I just sit there and like, like but then I'll be exhausted. So by the time I get inside, I was like, I'm going to read a chapter before I go to bed. You ain't going to read nothing. Sometimes you could be exhausted because during that like air quote break time, if you're like scrolling and stuff like sometimes that can exhaust you too like just being you just get tired because you just like think about stuff so maybe that's one way I can work on my stuff is to be more intentional with my in-between time um to keep myself energized and making sure I'm not overloading myself in that in-between time but that kind of flows into like we all procrastinate and I believe in various different ways and for for various different reasons it can be sometimes not even a bad thing just like you might be actually slow to start or whatever but um how do we know if it's a problem or if it's somewhere where we might just need to give ourselves a little bit of grace or space? Um, well, one of the things that um, my therapist always just would ask me, like if I talk about what I wish I had done or should have did, I mean, she'll say like, okay, but did it, it got done. And most of the time, I'm like, yeah, it did get done. So if, if things are actually still getting done, you know, you may be stressing yourself out more than you need to because like your process is still working. Um, but what I push back on with that, I'm like, yeah, but I don't want to be stressed about it. And it's like, you don't have to be either. So, um, I don't know, like even for me, like in the last few weeks, I've been feeling real, like just chill, peaceful about, you know, I have a lot of stuff to do, but I'm not really like feeling stressed about it. Um, and even if I miss things or it's a little off or even with a slight procrastination, like 
I kind of got to just choose not to stress about it. Or if I'm procrastinating, I got to be like, all right, I'm putting this off and like just kind of own it. But if things get done at the end of the day, then maybe just kind of give yourself a break a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think that's a great question. So did the thing get done? Um, was it finished on time? It's probably another one. Ooh. Um, <laughs> yeah. So things do not get done on time. <laughs> However, my problem is that I got always realized like, um, even if I'm not prepared or didn't have something done, like by the time I meet with the people or do whatever, like for whatever reason, it never fucking matters. Like it's always like, Oh, actually we want to do this instead. Or, um, or like I, I could talk my way through asking more questions to get to where I need to be or whatever. Not that that should be a, a common thing that you do, but, um, yeah, I think that if you're not finishing on time, then that's a problem because you're kind of probably wasting your time. Like how we were talking about earlier and draining yourself anyway. And then looking at, like, how frequently does this happen? Is it every single time you have a project? Is it in every area of your life? And kind of looking at that, because I think that could be an indication of something deeper if it mm-hmm. is consistently a struggle, doesn't get on done on time, or does get done, but, you know, you're exhausted at the end of it. Yeah. And also just thinking about how much you're stressed out by that cycle. If it's if it's a particular area, especially, that you recognize um, that you feel like you fall short in or procrastinate a lot in, um, you know, what does that cycle look like? And, like, reassessing your relationship with that. Like, you know, next time I'm sitting at my email and I'm like, uh, I'm going to just do this later. And, and instead of closing it, like, really thinking about, like, you know, how am I about to feel for the next, you know, 10 hours because I should have just at least started or did something now. Um, so reassessing, like, they, it feels like it might feel better not to do it, but does it really? Um, and a lot of times it doesn't. And if you can feel good and be like, true with yourself and be like, fuck it, I don't care, then fuck okay. it. Like, yeah, like, whatever. But if you're like, uh, I'm going to be stressed, I'm going to wake up in the morning, like, KD and my chest going to be tight, <laughs> like, you probably should just go ahead. And I think stepping back just to look at those areas in your life where you might be procrastinating, noticing how it affects you, um, a lot of people – that I know when we talk about procrastination, they're like, oh, I work better under pressure. It's like, do you really? Or is that just this cycle and you might be addicted to the adrenaline to help you Mm -hmm. get through a thing? Or you could even be addicted to the negative endorphins um, you know, of the stress that you're carrying around. So perpetuating the cycle and then the highs of like getting that shit done on time when you know you should have started that whole two weeks ago. And so noticing if it, you know, could be an addiction that way also, I think would be helpful. Yeah, because that's probably what it is. Like for me, I know it's definitely a habit. Like I'll... um I already have said before, like I've had like papers due the next day and I'll just dream about it the night before and wake up and write that hoe. Um, but it don't be feeling crazy though. But, but then it is such a high. And I mm-hmm. think it's like that rush of feeling like, all right, I'm, I got 10 minutes to get this done or like I'm about to get this done real quick. Um, but man, it also now, especially as I've gotten older and had, I think more important responsibilities that, that I don't want to be doing this with. It feels like, all right, but if I turn in a good project or, or a good product or final product um, with this procrastinating, like imagine how much more effective I could be or like how much more we could be helpful um, if it wasn't or if, or if we were ahead. Um, and so it's important to still think about like what's really the incentive or like what's really your goals here. Is it to get, you know, a, the best possible output um, or is it just getting things done? And maybe it's just getting things done, which is a reassessment of why you're doing that thing or why you have to focus on that thing in the first place. Um, so I, I, I think you can look at the places where you procrastinate and you could probably say like, all right, do I even want to be doing this or not? Cause mm-hmm. you may just not. And in which case that's where you start delegating, getting team, um, figuring out, you know, whatever you can do to have 
that step automated in some way, um, which also sometimes might be more work to get that set up. But at least that takes that off your plate. Exactly. Especially if it's things that you're not good at particularly or that Mm. aren't in your strengths. Like there's something that you can do, but you don't want to do it. For example, Mm. me, I don't like a lot of the like monotonous spreadsheet type stuff. Like I hate that. And that's why I clashed a lot with engineering. I can do it, but I kind of suffer through it. So if I can integrate a way to automate that or to hire, even hire somebody to do that shit for me. Like that would make me feel a lot better um, in in my everyday life. I would also say another thing to think through is like, are you giving yourself arbitrary deadlines for things to stress yourself out? Because I think sometimes I will be like, hey, well, I need to get this done by Tuesday, but it doesn't actually have to be done by Tuesday. Like ideally in my head, it would be. (laughs) I don't never have that. (laughs) Oh, see, I do. Like, because I want to get things done. And in my head, like I can do a million things. You're not really a procrastinator. Mm -hmm. Because maybe you're not really a procrastinator. Um, no, I, I am a procrastinator, but You're just fooling yourself. Yeah. But I've been like, oh, mm-hmm. I can definitely do that by Tuesday. No, you can't. Ho. Like stop lying <laughs> to yourself. Like that's a, a conversation that I have to have often. But I think um, talking about just going back to that addiction real quick, sometimes that can be it, too, because then you feel about like, oh, man, I didn't get all the stuff on my to do list done today. And it's like, well, you had a million things on there and you only had three hours of free time. Like, what were you thinking? Yeah, but what's something you said, too. So we already mentioned um, assessing if it's something you really just need to get off your plate is Mm -hmm. a way to kind of get off procrastination. But another thing you just said, too, um, that was good that I'm slipping, I'm forgetting right now is that, oh, you might you might be fooling yourself on your time. Like, actually, so overcoming procrastination may mean you having a more realistic uh, standards about how you spend your time. Because it may be less that you're a procrastinator and more that you're just taking on too much or giving yourself um, those deadlines. I think that's really important. Um, another thing is to overcome procrastination is um, Mel Robbins' five-second rule. That's been really helpful with me before um, when I was working on trying to get up. That I don't know if that's essentially it, – it was something else that actually helped me or, like, clicked it for me. But that was very helpful. And I think that's something I'm going to start doing now with um, particular, like, work I need to be doing is – the. Um, just as soon as you like you're like all right I need to be doing this thing and then you just five four three two and like you have to start so if you just at least like start doing a countdown um it kind of pressures you or makes you feel like all right I'm gonna start and if you start that's like the battle right there for the most part Mm -hmm. Um, another one is in Atomic Habits James Clear talks about pairing the activity the thing that you struggle with with something that you love um and for me I'll give an example um starting to work out not working out I love working out but it's the whole process of getting to that place like getting to the gym getting to the park wherever I'm working out and so I started doing that like okay well I'm work out first and then I can go get coffee and I'm like oh let me go ahead and go do that because I want my coffee to start my day and so I noticed I'm much more apt to do that in the morning which is when I'm like oh I want to get my coffee and really get going so I'm more likely to work out early and get that out of the way if I pair it with something that I love yeah so what what makes you feel like you can get better or improve in this space? Like what gives us any hope of that or like makes us feel optimistic about it? Like, isn't this just kind of like how you are or how people are? I think that we can always change and get better. Um, I don't know. I guess I'm also an eternal optimist, so I'm always going to be like, yeah, things are going to get better. Of course they can. Yeah. Um, And I, I don't, rest on my laurels in a sense of that's just the way that I am because I look back to me last year even when we first started the podcast and I see how much I've grown as a person even in the things that we used to challenge ourselves about like following through like man this proposal would have never happened like two years ago it probably would have but I would have stressed myself to death 
um, and just noticing that growth. So I think I'm optimistic in the sense that if you're intentional with your energy and time, that there's always room for improvement. And it feels so much better whenever um, I can keep, you know, growing and, and having a different perspective with myself. Sure. But I also think and like um, when we mentioned like even delegating and stuff like that, right? Like also mm -hmm. getting money can be the cure because when we think about it, like we said, the earlier conversation I think was very important around, you know, what areas do you procrastinate? Because if that's, you know, I don't have to be everything. Like mm -mm. I don't have to be a fucking cook, do operations, do sales, do this, do mm -hmm. that, you know, be a trainer, like in your life, like we're not going to be experts mm -hmm. at everything. So I feel like there will always be stuff that you feel less comfortable doing or, you know, it's like, I don't really want to do that. Or you might put it off because of that. And in the, the sense that like, yo, we do a lot of stuff. I think that that's okay. And I think that, you know, even again, going back to talking about like sales and things like that, right? Like the more we make, the more I probably don't have to do a, a proposal if I don't want to, you know? So also being able to, that's probably what I need to make click uh, with pushing me to not procrastinate in that space or like that important space, right? I think as long as you understand which dominoes make the most sense that you should be focused on in your life mm -hmm. to make everything else easier or steps not have to even matter or, or be obsolete, that okay, that's where you don't need to procrastinate. So like for me, um, that would be on the follow-ups and sales and the money-making and money-generating type activities as a business owner. And so, no, I cannot afford to procrastinate there, but until I get to a place where I don't have to do that. So I, I think, you know, there's a space for forgiveness for yourself uh, when you think about how many things you got going on. Um, and yeah, I think I'm a, my plan is going to be get money and just not have to worry about those things. Get money. That's mine also. Um, and to your point, the one thing that's not going to change is I'm never going to love doing monotonous things in a spreadsheet. I'm just not. It doesn't matter how much I try to change myself. That's just mm -hmm. not where my strengths are. And so I need to make more money so I can hire somebody to do those things for me. But like we said, that will require more focus on creating, you know, a manual of operations on how to do things and knowing what they need to do and writing that job description. And so we do have to be more intentional with that um which can be you know a little bit painstaking of a process but if you really are trying to get this off your plate and you're tired of struggling with things like you do have to focus on what could change that and it might not be you changing yourself it might be you changing your situation mm -hmm. and the last thing because I skipped it accidentally um another way that we had down as a way to help overcome your procrastination is to have accountability to somebody um, so if there's somebody where you could check in with them and say, hey, there's my plan for this week or, you know, my goal is this or here's my activities lined up. Excuse me. Um, then that can kind of help you like feel like, all right, I need to report back on what I did and making sure that you're on point with it. Mm hmm. And. The last, last one is just noticing, like, you might be lying to yourself. And we've talked about that, this. Though. I was about to say, that's why I skipped it, because like, we already said that accidentally. <laughs> oh, man. Well, don't be lying to yourself about the things that you want to do and where you want to get better. And in whatever that is, just always coming back to yourself and your goals and what's in alignment with where you are, I think would help with that, too. Yeah. So this week, hit us up. Let us know. Um if anything sparked for you and connecting why you're procrastinating, where you're procrastinating, what that looks like for you. Um, think about that this week. Journal about it. Hit us up on Twitter, on Instagram, wherever. Uh, leave a comment under YouTube. Leave comments on carliescouch.com. And we look forward to hearing your feedback about it. And this week's shout out is Change the Tune. Um, it's a nonprofit founded by Charlie Kemp. She has a new team 
uh, some new founders that I'm not quite sure of all their names, but you can check out their website, changetune.org. Um, it's a virtual summer camp. It was four weeks, middle school and high schoolers. And we managed to, I say we, cause I was one of the teachers and helped write some of the curriculum. We managed to keep 50 plus uh, middle schoolers and high schoolers, black and brown kids from all over on Zoom for four hours a day for four weeks. Wow, um, my mind is just blown. Um, teaching them to make social impact business models, teaching them about mindfulness, about teamwork, about becoming a good leader, um, and just kind of talking a little bit about what's going on in the world. And we're in a space right now where education is changing, um, forced by the pandemic and just everything that's going on. And a lot of kids are being left behind because of lack of access to resources, lack of engagement, families not being there, you know, to support them. And so, you know, being able to do this and create this brave space for all these kids is freaking amazing. Um, follow Change the Tune or yeah, Change the Tune on Instagram. You can check out, learn more and donate at changetune.org. That'll be in the link in the uh, episode description. And the question of the week this week for you all da, 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 da. and for us is which method are you going to use this week to attack your procrastination? For me, I'm going to do the Mel Robbins five second rule. Um, I forgot about that. I was using it a while ago, but I'm going to get back on it because it just helps me make decisions um, whenever I get stuck in the analysis paralysis. And then also making more money and writing a job description so that I can hire someone to do the things that I struggle with the most so that I, it can just get off my plate because I'm never going to love it. So what about you? Um so this week, um, on Mondays, I'm going to start implementing it this week where I'm going to have an accountability um, to my financial guy. So I'm going to text him, good morning. This is my goal for the week with my sales, and this is the activities I have planned for it. Mm -hmm. And then the next week, hitting him and say, hey, this is where I was at with what I said last week, and this is what I'm going to do this week. So um, setting that kind of tone at the top of the week uh, with him will be helpful. So what are you all going to do this week um, to address your procrastination and to be better? See you next time. Bye.